Good morning, Shane. Good morning, my cohort in chaos. <laughs> that cracks me up. Okay, who are we? Man, who are we? We are uh, two corporate seasoned veterans. We're here to say all the things that you can about corporate America and pass along some of our trauma um, while we're doing it. And uh, hopefully you laugh a little bit and learn lessons that we're trying to teach and uh, avoid the mistakes that we make. Okay, yes. I love that. Um, all right, so on, on today's show, so obviously last week we talked about how there have been 200 mass shootings in six weeks. Now we're at 201, so we're not going to get into it. We just want to acknowledge um, all the families that have been affected um, by this. Um, yeah, you know, I, my daughter said as she left off her school today, Today's the last day of school. Oh, it hurt. it hit me just thinking about all those kids. Can you remember when you were ten and yep. you're in the, you know the last week of school and how Cheerful. excited you yeah. were? Oh man, dude, summer felt like oh, a it felt endless like, possibilities of happiness. Like the, like kids. like us now, if we went to the Maldives. Like oh my say, gosh, oh, yes. What Shane on Friday? That's you're going the to the Maldives. Feeling. Yes, <laughs> excited, right? Or you're kids going anywhere. You know what I mean? You're going. Aruba to the to the festival, the music festival, anywhere, you know, anywhere, anywhere fun. Kennywood Park in Pittsburgh, like any any place like that's really like into school. You mm -hmm. went to Kennywood and Kennywood was a magical place. And it's still it's still as an adult for me, it's still a magical place. So. So anyway, um, I don't want to say thoughts and prayers because we need to do something, but right. our hearts are breaking. Um so on today's show, um, we're going to talk about our hot topics. So crypto, the crypto billionaires plans. <laughs> to just buy um, the election. Yeah. The drone game, Walmart versus Amazon. Um, monkey pox. Yeah, it's fun. And uh, ghosting. And then our main topic is the great resignation. Thanks, Sterling. That was Sterling's idea. Um, one of our tens of uh, listeners who <laughs> is a good friend of me and the show. And then we have a new segment called the Accountability Corner. So let's kick it off. So, all right, Shane, tell us all about this crypto billionaire and what his evil plans are. I mean, I think that he is just an example of, you know, the beautiful dream of America, right? Like come here, mm -hmm. make money and then do whatever you want to do, right? You can be whatever you want to be. And so Sam Backman Freed, who's a crypto- How did he make his money? Did he make his uh, money through crypto? No, he, well, yes and no. Um, okay. Because he is, uh, hold on one second, let's see how he made his money. Yeah, so he's estimated to be worth about $22 uh, billion. $22, billion, not $2 billion, $22 billion. Yeah, yeah, $22 okay. billion. Like he got money on top of money, on top of money, on top of money, right? And so he has decided that he wants to take some of his money that he's earned and go ahead and become a president of the United States of America. Um, okay. He is known by SBF, if you kind of like look him up or whatever. Um, he is the founder of FTX, which is a cryptocurrency exchange. Um, Hasn't crypto tanked? No, everyone keeps saying crypto tank, but everyone keeps using crypto. So crypto, oh, you know, okay. crypto is doing just fine. So basically, so he's the guy who has, uh, from my understanding, he helps 
Well, he has like large server farms to help process and find and mine crypto. Anyway, so mine crypto. Yeah, so something you, can you how do you mine something you can't touch? I mean, it's a Yo, it's like this the TFT kids. or those fungible. What are those things? NFTs. That, NFTs. Yeah, uh, yeah that's most yeah, definitely like blowing your mind. Okay, so he wants to be president. Where's he from? Do you know where he's from? Or how old uh, is? Yeah, he is. He's young. He is. Uh, he's young. Is he thirty five? At least he should be thirty five. Uh, it doesn't say his age on here. Okay. And and his, all right, so his company basically is crypto and mines. Yeah. So he was born in '92. So what does that make him? 2002. He's not. 2012. He's not 35. 30, no, he's, he's 33. He's not old enough. Oh, was no, he saying? Yeah, he's like 2024 though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's away. true. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's okay. He was born in 92. This shirt is 92. Okay. I got, I got shirts older than him. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. So he is, uh, he going, he, oh, does he want to run on what, on what, like, is he Republican, Democrat, independent? What's his Democrats? Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 So okay. you know, he's young, got billions and looking to do something. So either he's going to be president or he's going to pay for somebody to be president. Well, uh, the, somebody yeah. always pays for somebody to be president. So, I mean, that's not. Oh, man, do. we don't want to get into the truth of how our election yeah. system works, right? All right. Somebody's we paying for our, everything. Everybody's got a receipt. They just aren't showing. <laughs> got a receipt. Have you not watched Scandal? Go binge watch Scandal right. <laughs> and come look at our U.S. government. Not, not every again. season, though, because, yeah, some seasons were, yeah, were boring. So. No, I'm talking, no. Um, Carrie did her thing the whole time. Yeah, no, no, she's awesome. Um, yeah, your so shirt. Oh no, your shirt. I see. Oh, it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look, it's a wheel of fortune, but yeah, not in a not so fun way. Um, yeah, you know, just I feel like yeah. sometimes we forget that you know, Breonna Taylor was shot while she was sleeping in. No one's no. been arrested for it. Yeah, I need somebody. Nah, you know, let's not forget that. So there's that. Let me see yeah. what else we got going on. Um, Second one is a drone game. So Walmart oh, versus man. Amazon. So yeah, so you can talk about that because I don't yeah, know so, much about it. So Walmart is expanding their drone delivery. They're not doing well, it expanding it. So they and, were already doing it. No, I didn't even know doing. that. Yes, but they're only doing it in certain states. So right okay. now, uh, it's able to deliver via uh, drones. No, uh, not even in California. Really? Look at these states: Texas, Arizona. Arkansas, mm -hmm. hmm. Arkansas, Utah, hmm. Virginia. Okay. And Texas. And New Texas. Was in and there. Texas. Yeah. No. Hmm. So. So how high? I wonder how high the drone. Like just regular high height. Yeah. So basically, a couple of years ago, they uh, two years ago they struck a deal with Flytrex, Zipline, and Drone Up. Those are drone operator organizations. Okay. And they began to uh, do pilot projects. And so I was like, oh, these interesting. I didn't know that there were actually companies that do dr uh, drone delivery services. So I looked up one of them, Flytrex. Come to my surprise, Flytrex is based here in North Carolina. They actually oh, deliver. Wow. They have food. They do food delivery services to Holly Springs, North Carolina, Rayford, North Carolina, Fayetteville, North Carolina, and then Granbury, Texas, or whatever. And food so, delivery is that like fast food or is that food like from the grocery store? That's what uh, it looks like on their website. It just looks like. Food. I wonder how big the drones are. Yeah, uh, they, they look just, pretty huge. They just land in your yard. I mean, yeah. so if you go on the Flytrex website, you can see they'll do a okay, little video of how it works. It's oh wow! Cool. Um, so they partner. So the so Walmart's partnering with these groups. Yep, and they put the 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 stuff is in a bag. 
The bag okay. is in a huge case underneath the drone. The drone comes to your address. The bottom opens up and it lowers it down on the line, drops it off in your yard, pulls the line back up, and then the drone goes off. So that, that's some Jetson you know? stuff right there. Yeah. Where's my pill? Where is my pill for food? Listen, okay, listen, I'm ready for all my pill because these... I get so tired of trying to figure out what to eat. I just want to oh, be full. the Jetsons. I saw a uh, a comedian <laughs> this morning who like did a breakdown of the Jetsons. So apparently, Mama Jetson was 33 years old. Okay. Jane Jetson is 16, going on okay. 17 years old. Okay. That means Mama Jetson had her when she was 16 years old. But Daddy Jetson, if you look it up, is 40 years old. So that means that there's a seven-year difference right? between Papa Jetson and Mama Jetson. How so do we know their ages? How does he know You look it up that? online. It tells you what their ages are, right? So apparently, yeah. you know, like she was, so Mama Jetson was uh, was 16. A Papa child Jetson bride. was 23. Uh, when they conceived, uh, when they conceived old Jane, daughter Jetson, yeah, yeah, interesting little tidbit about the Jetsons there. But yeah, he so, was just he was laying in bed and thought, I wonder how old Jane yeah, Jetson is. I promise you, he had allegedly taken a hit of marijuana of some sort before that. Oh my god, that person went through his head, right? Jeez so there's Louise. that. Uh, yeah, so fly tracks, uh, there's fly tracks, there is zip line and drone up, and they're kind of cool. So I looked at their jobs, they hired things like engineers. Oh, cool, and all those, uh. You know, drone operators. So, mm -hmm. you know, kids playing video games and learning how to Go, fly drones. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole career in it now, man. And it's probably just going to expand more. Once this becomes successful, once Amazon starts getting successful delivering stuff, everyone's going to Because they would stuff. start, they were doing it first, but it just doesn't, I mean, I mean, I don't, yeah, it's I not, say it has it's to not take everywhere, off, but it's right? not yeah. everywhere, yeah. It, yep, you think every, it's in those same states where those drone carriers are? I'm sure it's going to be. Um, That's the way you test How do they not right? run into each other? I mean, hit your, I don't. That's incredible. You, you know, I mean, you can see the camera when you're flying the drone, just like flying yeah, an airplane. True. I have a yeah. friend, Rodney. He lives in Decatur, and um, he has he has drones. And I, I'm telling you, when he flies his drones like over the city, I am like afraid of heights. It freaks me out. It That's yeah, awesome. that, that freaks me out. I'm like, Ooh! there was a dude in back of me who had a drone. We used to think it was bees. You hear bzzz, yeah, like or like go outside, like, oh, okay, dude, get out of here. Um, okay, so there's that monkeypox. Move over monkey pop. So COVID, move over swine flu, move over what? Move over everything. Monkeypox <laughs> has taken the lead as far as shit to worry about, right? Well, we had killer bees last yeah. year. Or we, we have killer bees every year, right? Or the killer wasps. Wait yeah. a minute. Okay, let me just stop you for a minute. A couple so you know they were talking about the killer wasps a few years mm -hmm. ago, right? And I was in my garage. I was walking away and I heard this. And I looked. It was a. It wasn't a wasp. It was. It's something that looked like a wasp. It, they're not dangerous. I heard, but it was about Shane. It was this big. It was a horse fly. It wasn't a horse fly. It's something I can't. I'll have to Google it and because I I took a picture of it. We were running. Ariel, <laughs> we ran to the door. She closed the door on me. <laughs> I was yeah, like, Ariel said. Because I had I had the video. I she's like no I did I'm like I had the video because as soon as I saw it I took video and we were like. I was like, what is that, Ariel? And then it started coming towards us. And she, we both ran. And she got to the door and closed it on me. I'm like, okay, I see how you do. I see mm. how you do. So anyway. Yeah, so we so monkeypox. Monkey right? And that started in. Apparently, the first ever case of monkeypox was discovered in 1958. When oh, outbreaks okay. of pox disease occurred in colonies of monkeys kept for research 
hence the name monkeypox. Mm-hmm. The first human case of monkeypox was recorded in 1970 uh, by, in the Democratic Republic of Congo during a period of intensified efforts to eliminate smallpox since monkeypox has been reported in humans and other. Now, here's why I don't like that story. Because ain't nobody in Congo keeping monkeys for research. No, right? they're not. So there were researchers there. I was going to say, and they ain't from the, the Congo, right. right? So they were uh, colonizing researchers, there. right? Right. And you know, ninety percent of the time, they probably infected the people with this. Yes. See how research. Anyway, and exactly. so that was back then, and now it has started again. And you know, folks are trying to say again, it's an African disease, which is crazy because no one, there's no reported cases of monkeypox in Africa at all. Cases of monkeypox are in Belgium, Canada, France, uh, Spain. There are 28, uh, excuse me, 92 confirmed cases of monkeypox. Um, and none of them are in Africa. You have one a couple cases in America, a couple cases in the United Kingdom, Sweden, Spain, Portugal, ne- mm-hmm. Netherlands, Italy, Germany, like European countries. There ain't right. no monkeypox in Africa at all. Right. right. So this idea the is, monkeys came from Africa, but that's about it. Yeah, that's about it, right? That's about that, it. That's so. the only part of this. So monkeypox is out there. It's uh, spread through uh, close human uh, contact and exchange. Okay. Um, some even say that it's even easier spread through uh, sex. Um, so, you know, another reason to strap up or not. I mean, if it's spread through fluids, like I guess that's yeah. kissing. It could through, be a kiss of, I yeah. mean, jeez. Um, and what are the symptoms? Uh, man, so uh, the symptoms of monkeypox look like little boils oh. that are raised. Like um, chickenpox. Yeah, kind of like chickenpox, right? You have okay. headaches. You have any sort of fever, basically swollen lymph nodes, muscle and body. It feels like anything else except, you know, now we got huge boils. Does in it there. kill you? Uh, there's been no reported deaths of monkeypox. Okay. Okay. Oh gosh. One more so thing. So that's like in these streets, right? So if you're out here running these streets, you know what I'm saying? Be careful. Yes. You know I mean, yeah, definitely be careful. Um, all right. So ghosting mm, mm, is, mm, I guess, mm. a new phenomenon. It's not just in dating anymore. So I, I was like, what is this? Like, apparently there are, because of this crazy job market, there are people who accept jobs, but they don't start. Now I had somebody ghost me back in the day at Amgen. <laughs> There was a dude, he was supposed to be a um, healthcare, uh, healthcare, health systems sales rep. And he was supposed to go to, um, to LA on a Sunday night. So was going to fly to go to training. He never showed, first of all, he said his grandmother was in the hospital or his grandmother died or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we never heard from him again. Dude, why don't you just say, I wish I could remember his name. I will put him on blast. Cause you're sorry. <laughs> There are certain people that I re- did stuff in my recruiting career that I remember, but I cannot remember his name for the life, for the life of me. But um, so he he ghosted us, and that was back in early two thousands. So apparently, it's like it's big time now. Like, yeah. accept jobs, don't start. But then Shane brought it to my attention that we, as recruiters and employers, have been um, negligent as well because we ghost candidates all the time. So all- I I try to make it a concerted effort. Especially if you had an interview to call everyone back. I don't email you. I don't send you, a, you know, a dear John. I try to call you and say, hey, we're going in another direction. But I'm sure there are people who would complain that, hey, I applied to XYZ company and I never heard a thing. Oh, you know that. Man. Or I interviewed with XYZ or I talked to the recruiter and never and never heard a thing. Because usually yeah, I tell I've, people. As a recruiter, it's happened to me where I've been interviewing for recruiting jobs and never heard anything back. Oh, 
I don't know that it's happening to me. Well, I mean, no one has the stellar resume that you have, Trish. Where everyone no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just they tell me no. You tell usually tell me no because I usually know some. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't usually know somebody. So when you know some, oh, Trish got the juice, right? No, like, the juice. Oh, no. What, what is an no. application? I don't see no, an application in my not life. Well, I try. I don't. Me. I don't fly blind though. Just like I told you for a couple of weeks ago, I don't date blind yeah. and date blind, and I don't enter. I don't apply blind. Yeah, you got to get referred into. You got to know yeah. somebody. Know somebody that say you good to work for. Okay, Jay just texted me. He says, "Mom," because he, apparently he thinks that my phone uh, speaks to me. <laughs> like I can hear him saying, "Mom." So anyway, so we have to do better. We have to do better as recruiters. We have to do better as um, candidates. We just have to be respectful. Just be respectful, right? right. Usually I tell people, hey, if you when I after I screen them and I say I'm going to submit your information to the manager, if you haven't heard back from me in a, however many days, give me a call. Shoot me an email. I'll get an update. And that's you. That's what I do. So and then when it's when they say, hey, I don't want to move forward with so and so, I call that person and let them, I don't email them and tell them I call them and let them know. So anyway, so, OK, so now our main topic is the great resignation um so again again thanks sterling for that um suggestion so what do we what do we know so in january 4.3 million people quit their jobs um and there's no sign of of slowing down right so there are approximately 11.3 million job openings and the job resignations are still up 23 percent so it's and that's above pandemic, uh, pre-pandemic levels. But the because I was like so confused by this. I was like, are people dropping out? Are they going to do something else? But people aren't quitting their jobs to exit the labor market. They're basically, um, the high level of resignations indicates that there's a strong um, market for workers and there's ample opportunities as, you know, because there are 11.3 million job openings. So so what's happened is the high labor demand to, is pushing employers to pay more. So, and because people are paying more, employees are quitting and go to other companies who are paying more. So, um, the hourly pay is up about 5% um, in the past year, according to federal data. And um, so, if you leave your company and go to another company, you'll get about 5.8% more versus staying in your same job and getting 4.7. That's, on, that's on average. But do you think, I mean, most companies give a 3% average increase yeah. right so that's what I tell everybody look do not stay the days of staying with one company for 10 15 years is like financially crippling like you get a three percent increase each year or you can take two years of experience then go apply for another job a higher level job as you move mm -hmm. up or three years experience and get 15 20 percent increase in your salary right and and you can probably work out a sign-on bonus too like a lot of people don't realize that sign-on bonuses are there to be get get your yes. sign-on bonus. Yes. Yes. You know? So um, I, I I don't see the logic in staying with the company for 10, 15 years. But don't leave just for money either. Remember, yeah, you've got to research, do your research. Or, like yeah, you're actually about. leaving to uh, pursue don't, a career. That yeah, don't run with. from something. Run to something. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. I like that. You're welcome. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Gracias. Gracias. So... So what do, I mean, what are you saying? I mean, I mean are you when you make offers, are you I mean, are you finding that people are like, no, I mean, I mean, uh, right, people want money and people are being paid money. And so in the industry of like uh, biotech and pharma, you have a lot of these younger individuals coming out of school with degrees, masters, mm -hmm. whatever. When they would normally come out of school making 67, they have offers from small startups offering them, you know, 
And so if your company is still stuck in its price points of five years ago, you're going to lose candidates. You're going to lose, uh, you're going to lose the ability to secure these offers. Mm -hmm. And then there's so many plentiful jobs. I think the idea of ghosting was always because you, the idea of not ghosting was because you don't want to burn a bridge, right? You don't want to, you don't want to like mess up whatever is going to happen later on, but there's some jobs out there. It's like, ah, but to not, I know, but to not say that you're not going to start. Now I have, have you ever accepted a job and then declined? No, because I'm too greedy. You know, once I accept the job, I like that money. Now I may have accepted a job and not quit another job and just had, but, uh, you know, I like making money or whatever. Right. So, well, I have, I've done that. I accepted a job. If you are any sort of seasoned recruiter. Yeah, I've done that. I've done, no I did it once. I felt so bad. I felt so bad. I've never felt bad. Ever. I felt like, so bad because I found know, something can, else. And that's I, was, I was, I was like, supposed to reload. And I was like, I don't ooh. want to reload. So that, I mean. Yeah. So technically I've done that twice because Listen. with, with my company, a company I worked for, I was supposed to reload and help start a new office. And I, I traveled there. It was, it was, it was to DC. And I went there because I got, you know, my girls are there and with, and like was looking for apartments and all this stuff. And I was one time I went and there were no leaves on the trees. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in Georgia, you know, in the, in the South, you know, where you are, you're used to seeing at least some pine trees, something. Yeah. It was bare. And I was like, and it, I was like, I, and I'd only been in Atlanta for about a year and a half, maybe not even a year and a half. I think And I thought, you know what? I'm not, I'm not ready to leave the South. I'm not ready to leave this weather. I need to see some trees. So I told them I, I found another job and I left the company. So, I mean, I didn't ghost them, but, and then one other time I was supposed to relocate and I was like, I can't relocate. Then I, I think I blocked the personal LinkedIn too, because I felt bad. <laughs> so, so anyway. No, I think that, so another reason why we kind of have this is uh, the great resignation started because during the pandemic, you know, the essential workers were still had work. So the frontline workers mm-hmm. and, and if we be honest, like a lot of those were persons in minimum wage type level roles yeah and so the article was saying uh that these people of course who one still had to work on the front lines during the pandemic right then saw the other half of america not only staying home but also being paid through COVID relief funds right and those who weren't getting COVID relief funds excuse me those who were getting COVID relief funds were also still working remotely so while you're a frontline worker in the middle of the pandemic, you're being paid less. Everyone else is making more money. They're home. They're safer. Right. And so once more remote jobs started opening up, these workers realized I can go work from home and make more money. Like we talked yep. about it last week. There's plenty yep. of work from home customer service jobs that's going to pay more mm-hmm. than working at, you know, the cash register at your local grocery store. Yeah. And so, um, but that's why you start seeing McDonald's paying $25 oh, an hour. Oh my gosh. Oh, now they, now they start increasing salary. Where'd right? that money come from? Where did it was that like... money come from? Now they got tuition reimbursement. Yes. Oh, they got all of this, all yes. of this stuff now. My mm-hmm. goodness. Where was this last year? Where yeah. was this two years ago, 10 right. years ago? Like right? all of a so, sudden you can, yeah, you can afford it now. All of a sudden people can make $15 an hour. All of a sudden mm-hmm. it's possible now. Yeah. So that's what we're saying, man. People are just tired. I think the pandemic was great for persons realizing. You know what? You know, that, I mean, if, it, their worth. if for any, if anything, I mean, uh, you know, then that's sometimes some good can come out of something that's horrific. So yep. yeah, one thing is higher wages that are not too, no take backs, no, no take, take backs, backs. <laughs> no take backs. 
So, and once you offer benefits like like Target, like tuition and other companies like that, then everyone else has to do it too. Yeah, once, once it starts, it. everyone got to do it right in order to secure. Uh, but customers. people need to take advantage of it too. So, you live in a town where there's free uh, uh, community college, you need to take advantage of it. Yeah, you got tuition reimbursement, yeah, bro. Yeah, go do community school, go do a local college, get your tuition reimbursed, stack that chips. Interesting fact, though. I heard that uh, Walmart's increased their salaries to the point to where, like, a store manager now makes about $200,000. Store managers at Walmart always made $200,000. Remember I told you I used to recruit for a company? Well, I used to recruit work for a company called HR Works. And that's mm -hmm. now no Sterling. And we recruited for, for Walmart for their um, for their leadership program. Yeah. And so we got what we would call all the big box retailers. And yeah. it was hard to get people away from Walmart because the store managers made bank. This is $200,000 over, you know, 10, 15 years ago, over 15 years ago. So I can only imagine what they're making now. They, they, the it's store managers the have always, they've always made more. But it's still the same thing now. Cause, what? Because uh, what they make, they still make uh, $200,000. I think they make, they probably make more, but okay. No, not the, not like running the whole store. Yeah, they make bank. They may, I actually interview. I actually interview with Walmart because my friend James Williams, when he left HR Works, he went to Walmart, and I interviewed for his associate store manager position. <laughs> the store manager's name was Fontaine. I still remember that. So yeah, funny. we're on Glassdoor right now. The store manager salaries for Walmart range from one hundred six to two twenty five. But see, that's the ASN. That's the assistant store managers all the way up, or you know what I mean? Yeah, you think. Yeah, no, I, I think that Walmart pays really well and they've never had to change their price point. So they okay. just keep paying that point. Because if everyone's happy paying $200,000, why Publix. am I going to pay you more? Sorry, sorry. No, you Publix. Publix, they pay their store managers well too. I could never get anybody. I could get somebody out of Walmart before I could get somebody out of Publix. No, so, so. They pay no, so. well. They, yeah, I mean, they, they got know, golden folks, handcuffs. Folks they got cakes. You get cakes and cat. Yeah. You, yeah, cakes and cakes. I, I, are the perks still the same? Because I remember when I was working fast food, we used to like make fresh food before we go home at night. And oh boy, like, but I, that's when. But was it? That's when it was good. Fresh, like fresh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute! I have got to send you a picture of Jackson's in Malaga. Yeah, Spain, and he sent me. Finally, sent me some pictures yesterday. He took a picture of a McCafe, a McDonald's McCafe. Is it nice? Espresso. Beautiful little macarons, mm. all these lovely little little cakes. I'm like, we are getting home. The, the US is the ghetto. Yeah, We're everything looks better every place else. Everything Every, looks better. Everything he looks had better. a bowl of pasta with sauce. And from I was McDonald's? like, no, not for McDonald's. Oh. He he took a picture of his food. And I was like, you don't eat pasta? Because this fool is always talking about, I don't like spaghetti. I don't like anything with red sauce. I said, what are you doing there? He said, I gotta survive. He was like, when in hey, hey, he was like, when in Rome, you know, <laughs> like I gotta, I gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah, but I told him I was like, I was like, Jack, I tried to pack lots of snacks because he has he he's got a very reduced palate. When he was a kid, he used to eat everything. His favorite sandwich was a salmon, it was a grilled salmon, like broiled salmon with baked salmon BLT. Loved it, loved it with a little aioli on it, you know, homemade. Well, Kate presented the kid ate everything. He turned 14 or and the, and then just stopped eating everything. Chicken tenders, that's all he eats. Pizza. So finally I started buying him stuff to make his own pizzas because I'm like, I can't keep feeding you all this sodium. 
So yeah, he oh he'll and he'll eat chicken. So he'll eat any kind of chicken. So usually I'll barbecue chicken, make him some potato salad and, and green beans. But yeah, I guess I told him you're gonna come back. He's already skinny. I'm like, you're gonna come back, waste it away. He's like, I'll figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> he said, he said they have tacos. I'm like, boy, that is not Mexico. <laughs> that yeah, don't do that. You're doing the right thing, you know. Eat right. Pasta, he's eat, eat he's eating everything. He he's eating everything and using up all the data. Okay. Listen, yo, he was just trying to say, I don't my palate is not good for this, like you know, GMO US food. But send no. me to Europe, my palate oh, expands. Oh gosh. I you can... should see the coast there. It is beautiful. Can you imagine the seafood? Oh my gosh. Like, I had never I, even I, heard of Malaga before they said like, they were my going. My palate is too my my, my palate is too oh, yeah. oh, basic my... ass to cater food. Oh yeah. No, um, right. My a girlfriend of mine, um, uh, Mickey um, Havard, she's like a, a Pilates instructor phenom, and she's doing a trip. She's doing two trips, um, I think, in September. I'll have to give the information um, next week, but one is, I think, to Spain, and one is to Italy. And she's like, are you going? I was like, I would eat my way through the Italian countryside. I'm like, I would I'd come back well, from a ahead, Pilates go to Italy. Go excursion ahead, five pounds heavier. <laughs> how, long are you, how long is she going to go for? I can't. I think it's like a week or something. I'll, I'll have the details next week. Can you week, imagine you can do Pilates over the Italian sea she, line? She does it. Last year they went to Greece. She does. She tries to do something every year. So yeah. Go ahead, trip. Go do that. I, I couldn't get my husband to go last year. He's got to do Pilates. I'm like, I was you like, don't have to. Amari's gone. He doesn't do Pilates. Like the who wants to go to this beautiful area by yourself? I'm like, you want to go with your husband. So anyway, but back to Jackson. Back to Jackson. Jackson, if you're watching, <laughs> I said, okay, all right. We're on our account, you know, our accountability corner. We're gonna, you know, that's that's oh, we're gonna put Jackson in the accountability we're, corner. We're gonna put Verizon <laughs> in the uh, accountability oh. corner. So let me put this down here right now. We are putting Verizon in the can yeah, we're gonna put uh, Verizon because um remind me to talk about it. That anyway, so all right, so yeah, let's get to our accountability corner now. So um, who are our, all right. So we got this new thing, accountability right. corner, as I just said three times. So our winners, uh, or let's just say, what's our accountability? Just, people that we see doing corner. something good. You did, you did not even good. good. It's just, we, we want to hold people accountable. Well, this, yeah. Whether good or bad, right. You know, if, if you're doing something good and I, we think you need a special shout out then boom. You yeah, know, we're gonna shut you out. You know, we're gonna hold you accountable for the good you do. We're gonna hold you accountable for the bullshit that you do. Yeah, and so, um, we got some bullshit today. And, got some, yeah, we do. Oh, let's, yeah, I'm at Verizon. Too. Sorry, all right, we said bullshit, but I just said bullshit too. All right, so our winner, our winner is I can't find my notes, but it's the CEO of Airbnb. Shane, when I tell you that I took copious notes copious. on this. I don't know what I did with it. That is so weird. Oh, okay. So Brian um, Chesky sent an email to employees um, last month stating that, in short, that if you want to hire and retain the best people in, in the in the world, they can live anywhere. He's like, basically, now. if you are limiting your search to a geography, you know, oh, you got to live in the foster area you got to live in the greater boston area you got to live in san francisco or whatever then you are not getting the best people and by recruiting divert a diverse from a diverse set of communities they will become a more diverse company so basically their policy live anywhere work anywhere work from home or office move anywhere in the country if you live that you live in 
and your comp will not change. I think mm. you, you, you talked about this. Yeah. Um, you have the flexibility to transfer and work around the world. Starting in September, they can live and work in over 170 countries for over nine for up to 90 days a year within each location. And I, I talked to somebody the other day who's who's doing that. They're going to Chicago for the month. So so, so the, the people who are not tethered by children, which are a blessing from God, are or the, um, the empty nesters. Like I know somebody who went to Charleston and worked for a month and loved it. So people are like, and you know, they're going not not just the young people, they're going from place like, hey, I wanted I work from home. Hey, I always wanted to go here. Let's yeah. go, re- let's go get an Airbnb. The homeschoolers too. Shout out yep, to us. Yep. We homeschool. And you know, we can literally just up and go and uh wherever you want to, right? So companies like Airbnb that's actually now understanding and not fighting the fact that and plus you, they make money from that. How do you not yeah. practice what you preach? People exactly, are right. literally going and running Airbnb. So how do they say, well, you know, do what we do, what we promote, but don't do it. You know what I mean? But you yeah. don't do it. I think so. a lot of organizations are wanting to fight what the tide has shifted to. And they want people to come back into the office. We've seen that a lot. And like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why would I come back into the office when I can make as much money staying at home? Mm-hmm doing something else and right you know i think that probably that definitely contributes like we just said to the great resignation as well companies that's forcing candidates to have to come back in um and manufacturing is slow to get that right because yeah. they I, and i don't think because he's what, what what brian is saying that he's he, hey i trust you guys i trust you like you've done it i trust you and i don't think the companies that are saying hey let's do a hybrid we're coming three days a week don't trust their employees i think they're trying to create they don't want to lose that synergy and like that war room vibe when you're, you know what I mean? But that, I feel like that's so old though. Like I don't need to sit. Next I guess to so. You. Yeah. I don't need to sit next to you to to want to work with you to be successful. Nah, like, Shane, we have net. We have never met in person. We have never met in person. We have Wait, never no, met. there was one time in did Gilead. We? Yeah, we went to Gilead at the same time. Uh, for some oh, we sure did. I'm sorry, we sure like did. Days, we sure did. Yeah, 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 when Chaz, when Chaz, yeah, when you first started, and Chaz and um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yep. 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 Because we went. Once. Yep. We went to dinner. Right. Because yeah. we went with um. Yeah. We, oh, went. we went with Guadalupe and exactly. her her fiance at the time, uh-huh. and they're married, and she is pregnant. She's having That's a baby. That's awesome. That. Yes, I'm so happy for her. So so yeah, but I'm saying we met one time in ten years, 12, 11, 12 years. Yeah, yeah. However many. Yeah. And Trish, years. I can, like I swear I talked to Trish for more than almost a lot of people in my life or whatever. Yeah. Right. So you don't need to be next right, to someone you don't. to. To build that camaraderie, and uh, I think that a lot of these CEOs are going to have to jump on that in order to start the tide. This great mm-hmm. resignation because you keep telling me I got to come into the office. I'm just like, right, I'm going to the company that's not making me come to the office. And yep, yep. Even like you said up. on um on Indeed, it defaults to remote. Yep. So I'll have hiring managers like, why does this person? Why are they applying? Don't they see it's in X Y Z? Don't they see it's here? And I'm like. People they think that it's flat that we're flexible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's just and the way to that's just the learned behavior of where we're at right now. Yeah. Like my daughter, when she was younger, uh, she She's saw so me on cute. the computer and she had to been like three at the time. And then she reached for the computer to try to scroll on the screen. Because in her mind, everything is touch screen. Right. Like they're like, what kind of machine do you have that's not right. touch screen? Right. Yeah. And so that's what people are right now. They're just assuming that all jobs yeah. that aren't manufacturing, that aren't in a lab can be remote, which they should be. I've had so many, I've lost, I mean, I've had so many people who have applied who are good. And then they were like, oh yeah, no, like tell me that they can reload 
or they can come in three days a week, but then decide, you know what? I don't want to break that traffic. Like it's three days. I had this one dude tell me that he was, he was moving, but just an hour away. And Mm -hmm. he, I was like, what comes first? The chicken or the egg? Like to buy this house, don't you need a job? So he was like, 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 I'm interviewing with three other companies right now. Yeah. Oh, which brings me to the, the fact or a point. I don't think I, I don't know if I told you this. I had a candidate. I, you know, you say, hey, so what's prompted your search? Are you interviewing with any of the companies? Do you have any offers pending? She said, yes, three. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. She said, but you're in. So she was expecting three, not yeah. including. So we're, in, you know what I mean? In the first mm-hmm. interview, right? So she said, but you are in, your company's in the top three. I'm right. like, okay, yes. You know, <laughs> so anyway, I try to make it you know so that i'm hoping that she gets these offers so i can just come in and not be like one of the three or four offers that she's knowing that she's that we would make four so i talk with her um and she says that she had she had received three and i said what almost don't want to give you that she's no give me the numbers (laughs) (laughs) i give her the numbers and she said she was expecting one two more that was six so then I gave her the weekend. We talked on Monday and I was like, I don't want to rush her. I was just, she was like, you know, something had happened or whatever. I'm like, no worries. And she, she had narrowed it down. She had narrowed it down to two. Um, and she did, she chose the other company because of the level of the position. But this woman had been laid off and she had interviewed with, I guess, what, seven companies. And she told me that over three weeks, she had 100 interviews. And she could walk and chew gum. Like she had it all. I mean, she had, you know, some people were like, what company is this? Or, you know what I mean? You're nah, like, she together, really? Yeah. She had it together. To Her job was interviewing. So if someone who with a, with a skill set is looking, she was, she was basically the Liam Neeson <laughs> of project managers. Okay. <sighs> she, so if someone with a skill set is looking and they can get six offers. Yeah. You know, if you're to beat these passive candidates, people, that's why, you know, when I say, are you looking? I'm like, I say, you, you know what? You know, you don't have to be looking nowadays because somebody just drops in yeah. your DMs, slide up assume, in your DMs. I assume everybody's looking. Yeah. Everyone or, or if open. you're talking to me, I'm not special. You're exactly. talking to somebody else. I, I was always one of them dudes when I was like dating. And I was like, oh, I, there's nothing you can tell me that makes you special because I think you just run a game because I'm running a game. So oh. I'm assuming that whatever you're telling me, you're shooting to some other dude. So, you know, all right. Oh, on the same page. I don't know who did that to you. She hurt me. Oh, actually, I don't. Yeah. Um, she hurt me. Well, luckily, you've been saved. Okay. Shit, my wife was the one who hurt me. Mm-hmm. Oh, but she said, and she came back. Yeah, she came back. She picked, she swooped she you back up. She broke up with yeah. me when we were going off to college. She was like, look, you're going to go off to school and be a hoe, and I don't want to be with you, so. Mm. So she's a Yo, she yeah. Cold, so she's bro. part. She's a chief of the Savaho tribe. Yeah, she was like, "Yo, so. peace. Live your best life, homie." Yeah, and then 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 yeah, then she let you back into the fold. Yeah, Isn't and that then she, she brought me back in a few years later after I've been out in these streets. And well, like, love is a beautiful thing. So all right, so um, oh, and they'll they'll meet regularly for for team gatherings, offsites, you know, and social events and stuff yeah. like that. You know, they'll be like, "All right, see you when I see you." So, um, now our losers. Yes. On the other side of the accountability coin. Yeah. So this is alleged. Let me just start. Which one are we doing? Tesla. 
Oh, that's not a legend. This is what happened. <laughs> like, there's nothing alleged about this. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> nothing alleged about this. The, literally, the judge and the jury found them guilty. Like, there's nothing. Oh, alleged. wait a minute. No, I mean, no. Okay, what I'm talking about is having the workers do harder tasks and putting hey, bro, and like, putting them the, in the part of the case. The judge said, "Yeah." So, the, but what about the putting them in the warehouse and that doesn't have air conditioning and calling it the plantation? Right. This was part of the lawsuit. It so was. Stuff that was in the lawsuit, All right, go ahead. I'll let you. I, stuff that was in the lawsuit that uh, Owen Diaz, who was a contract elevator operator at Tesla, um, was awarded uh, workers payout from 15 million, between 15 million and 37 million in racial discrimination. One dude? One dude. They didn't have a class and, action? Nope. And then the uh, judge cut the uh, cut the award just down to 15 million. So oh, just, you're 15. Get just, just 15. Okay. Uh, yeah. DI uh, testified that employees are called the N-word around mm -hmm. other racial slurs. Uh, one supervisor's called them the N-word more than 30 times, Diaz has testified. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you did the research on this, Shane, because I dropped <laughs> the ball big time. Uh, teamwork. The, see? See that teamwork? Teamwork with the dream work, right? The judge, <laughs> here's what the judge says. This is how I said we can't, we're not even going to say legend, because the judge okay, says no, the, the no. judge says the evidence is disturbing that the jury heard that these Tesla factory was saturated, saturated with racism. This leads me to conclude that this is not, as Tesla attempts to frame it, a case of a garden variety emotional distress that was fortunately mild and short-lived, the judge wrote. The judge saying, y'all do this shit all the fucking time. Right. And, uh, um, why, I can't believe it wasn't a class action. How did they not get people to... Use it uh, to corroborate and I guess Owen says, Look, he probably had so much evidence, he was like, I don't need to make this a class. What study. did he have? I wonder though. Video, audio? Probably. It doesn't say what the evidence was, except you know, we So hear... did he say that they have the black people work in the part of the factory that doesn't have air conditioning and call it the plantation? The legal president. Yeah, uh, I mean they don't say that part in this right. article. They so just that's say what, that so okay. But so that... it just says that the <laughs> The factory is yeah, saturated with racism. Okay, so that I guess that part discriminatory is... practices throughout the work environment. Okay, so, so I guess the plantation yeah. part is is alleged. The discriminatory but, practices, yeah. But you know what? That you know, when I when I heard that, that reminded me my granddad, my grandfather, um, William McCoy, um, worked in the steel mill, like a lot of people's grandfathers did and he worked for Shenango in Pittsburgh and they um I guess it was still in coal it was probably yeah it was still in coal and that he got he got called nigger all the time mm. that was in the 70s and we're back to that uh, did see we're back we're not to that back to it it's always been here but they stopped no I'm saying they stopped saying they stopped they stopped being that vocal and yes yes it, that's, it, that's it, what I'm it's saying back to being more overt now right right like it, they thought nothing of it yeah they it always him, they called him Mac because his last name was McCoy and he like he would yeah because he would they called him a troublemaker because he was always doing stuff with the union and trying to you know make it better for everybody yeah. but it was not uncommon to be called nigger yeah, yeah, they, uh, they, they, it's just been more over. And, you know, I always have interesting conversations with people because I always thank Donald Trump for that, right? I feel like we went through this Obama phase of mm -hmm. leading the It's country not Donald Trump. 
it's no, I think so because McCain, Dunn was so, McCain, no, Dunn no, was Ma- so no, but about Ma- his dances. But McCain made it possible for Donald Trump. When oh, McCain picked Sarah Palin. Yeah, he made it possible for anything. Okay. He, that tea part, it the just busted wide. Okay. It busted wide open. Yeah. When, you know what I mean? It busted wide. That dumb, just dumb, dumb, dumb. Yeah. I see what you like, did with that. Yeah, no. Okay, that was I'll give you that one. John McCain. John McCain. Yeah. He so now we have, and he's somebody I could have voted for. But then he yeah, now we have this uh, environment where people are wilding out. And I appreciate it because I know where to spend my money and where not to spend my money. I know who to hire and who not to hire now. Um, You know, like, so uh, I'm not sure in other parts of the country, but here in the South, Folks, you know, who love the Confederate flag and Donald Trump still rock Donald Trump stickers on the back of their cars, mm-hmm. still got the Confederate flag license plates or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I think people are just very comfortable yeah. in their stances. And yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, Whether fine. I agree do or you. I don't do, do you. you. Don't, don't tread it. on me. Don't that's why I'm exactly. always so surprised about these new newfangled Republicans, because it's like, don't, you know, do you. Do not you. tread on me. Like what? That makes you happy. If, if hating me makes you happy, do it. But, but you don't know what? bring it over to me. Just what, keep it over there in your little area. But what I find is I talk to people all over the country and we are all so much alike. We are people. We're just so much alike. If people just, you know, because I put my, my voice on, you know, code switch. They don't know. They don't tell unless they go look, look me up. You know what I mean? And And we have great conversations about kids and family and hopes and dreams and we're all we are all the same okay we're we just yeah we are more like than not so um so uh walmart so they do this great thing with the drones or something you know what i mean and then they want to come up with some juneteenth ice cream and some paper plates and some cups for your picnics uh where do you even go with that? And then the colors they picked, what? Did it... Yeah, Walmart. Uh, yeah, they pandered. Walmart did what they did. They they pandered, right? And so Walmart. I wonder if anybody bought any of that ice cream. I don't think so because Walmart <laughs> just released the marketing for it, oh. and that's what fucked everything up. You know, okay. like it was like you know when you start having ice cream and paper plates and stuff, everyone was like, "What?" And so that shut it down. And but I think what was great about this in an interesting backwards kind of way is what a lot of people don't know was in a act of beautiful capitalism, a uh, white man or uh, company. Oh, yeah. Called Balkan Corp. Is it Balkan? Uh, Balkan, B-A-L-C-H-E-M. Yeah. yeah they that. actually filed to own the trademark of Juneteenth in September 2021. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that's crazy because you would never think I want to trademark Juneteenth. You didn't think like you had to, but apparently right. you do. So like, do like you that, trademark yeah, Memorial Day or? You gotta that, do this I mean, because apparently these folks are gonna try to steal it if you don't. So NAACP needs to go ahead and trademark uh, the Juneteenth. Anyway, so they owned the trademark of Juneteenth. And so while Walmart was flashing all this Juneteenth stuff, right. They were making money off of it, but then all the controversy happened, and they were they were like, "Oh, people are going to track this back, and we need." So they've abandoned. They've now abandoned the uh, trademark. Uh, abort, uh, abort. That's basically what happened on <laughs> May May twenty third. So last <laughs> week they were like, uh, "This ain't gonna work out well for us." I'm gonna go ahead 
we, we good. We oh my that. gosh. We, but you know, like the internet, we there's always receipts. So yeah, yeah. We know that you tried it. You tried it's, it. It's not written in pencil. It's written in pen. You That's what I tell it. my kids. You put good stuff out good. there. There's no erase. There's no erase button. Yeah. No so, yeah, erase Juneteenth, button. Uh, and it makes me think like, dang, are, are, are persons of color too trusting? Do we do we got trademark all our stuff? You know, like Cardi yeah. B had to Cardi B had to go in and uh, trademark occur. When she, she did. Yeah, Look because for her. all the commercials were using it, and so she okay. was like, oh. He's like that, yeah. that, that got to stop. And you notice you haven't heard anything about that. You haven't heard anybody say that since. Cause like, no, because oh, the Kardashians always well. Yeah, can, all, uh, yeah she traded. Well, was really um Chloe. She was like, I got it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Right, you want to say it? Say it. And she gonna have to run me some ducats to do it. Wow, good. She's smart. She's a smart cookie. Hey yo, Cardi B has only released one album, one album, and she is like world famous. No, <laughs> not two. She's only released one album. Cardi B has only released one album. Not two? And has never, like, just stayed at top of wait all minute, these Wait a minute, wait a minute. So the song, led, so Stuck is not on the album? That's, None of these. That's a single? Listen. That's Cardi just a B has just been dropping singles. Just singles for the last, wow. like, three years. Wow. Wow. Marketing genius. She She's is. She's a marketing she genius. Is. I want to be. I want to be. One album and one worldwide album. fame. She has. Wow. She does marketing for Balenciaga. She just signed up with Playboy. She's not their creative director. She just sold out all this stuff. Wow. That girl, man. She is. She's so smart. Y'all out here working hard in these studios writing raps. Cardi out here making deals. You know right. Yep. She got. Yep. Cause you know, you know what's out. so funny, like, cause I, the kids was I thought she was saying I got bags in a coop. Mm-hmm. The kids are like, it's she's saying bands. I'm like, cause bands are all money, but now everybody says bags, so she yeah. got bags, bags in the coop. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, Cardi bags just did a Rihanna. Rihanna was like, look, I love to sing, but it's more money out here than in the studio. So I'm gonna give you all right. one single. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on somebody's song once a year. Do something. Yeah, keep us go. keep us waiting. Yeah, I'm gonna go get this Fenty money. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go ahead mm-hmm. and, and change change my family's legacy forever and ever. Yeah, yeah, right. Yep, 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 yep. You got to trademark the stuff, black folks. You come up with something good. Let's trademark it. Let's make this money because mm-hmm. obviously, if we don't, uh, Beckman Court, somebody else will. Welcome you'll be outside. working. You'll be making somebody else rich. You'll be working for somebody else. You'll be rich. the you'll be the front man. <laughs> like you, are, you out here picking cotton for these. Meanwhile, Oz is in the back, like. With the strings, yeah. Exactly. No, nah, yeah. Walmart tried it. They got shut down. You no, know, shout out to Black Twitter. Don't underestimate Black the power Twitter of Black Twitter. Is... Black Twitter is undefeated. Feel like you want to bump it with the B, huh? Uh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole family. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Black Twitter is undefeated. They will not. Yeah, Black Twitter that. ten. Everybody else negative <laughs> one hundred. Yeah, they I'm just are. Waiting for, whenever Black Twitter gets to the point to where they're like, all right. Who has legitimate platform that we can all go to? Yeah. Whoever comes up with that platform is going to change the game because we're just going to all migrate over there and like shut down. Yeah. Shut down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think if Elon Musk really does buy it, then that probably is going to happen. And, and you, I mean, I've read this and I don't know, we did a, that was a hot topic a couple of weeks ago, but in him saying he's pulling out, it's all just a play to make the stock tank so that he can Get buy it for cheaper. Yeah. yeah. And saying that they don't have as many users as they really say they do. He needs right. to the numbers or whatever. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. it's all smoke. He's still going to buy it, y'all. Well, that's oh, not, yeah, for sure. Buying it. You know, not, this is just the negotiation <laughs> phase right now. This is just the play around phase. Somebody on uh, somebody on Twitter said, would it be racist if I said, I want Elon Musk to go back to Africa? <laughs> you know, I, 
Oh, Elon Musk is, you know, while I appreciate everything that he says, the fact that Tesla has yeah. a culture and the fact that he is South African, grew up during apartheid, you know, just just makes me not not disbelieve anything that our friend said in his lawsuit at all. Because yeah, and it's not broken. and it's not him. But if you foster a, you know, if something's happening on my watch, yep. And you let it go. My kids do something, you know what I mean? Something, yeah, then it's... it's Well, I mean, not necessarily, because we have people like Kyle Rittenhouse's mom who drives him across state lines with the AR-15, and his mom never gets in any trouble. Or these moms of the kid who shot up the top grocery store who um, don't say anything about that. So we get held accountable. The parents haven't said anything? No, the parents haven't said anything. They haven't been held accountable. Nothing. 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 Oh. and don't get me started on that him being charged with one count. What? What? One count? I don't. I need somebody to make that make sense. Our our, our attorney um, followers and friends, can somebody make every, that make sense? Every count. And then anything that leads after that. There was a story that came out this week that one of the teacher's oh, husbands. You, you told me. Died, uh, he died of a massive heart attack two days later. Basically, he died of heartbreak. His wife yeah. was one was killed. He had a massive heart attack, and that was that, right? So there's like he needs to be charged with more than one count of murder. Like that's just a slap in the face, man. That is, that's insulting. That is that. It's insane. It just, it just, it just make it make sense. Um, Make it make sense. sense. All right, so all right, so our last loser in the accountability corner is I won't say Verizon, but the Verizon rep who told me that instead of doing the travel pass for my 16 year old, which is $10 a day, you make a call, you don't, you don't make a call, it's 10 bucks. Then you use as much data, you do whatever you want. Who told me instead of doing that, which would have been a hundred dollars, 10 days, 10 times 10, 100 told me do the, do the international plan. Get the inner. It's a hundred dollars for the month. I said, he's not going to be gone for months. It's going to be gone for 10, 10 days. And then you get five gigabytes of data. You get, this many te- this many texting blah blah blah. My child got hmm. to Spain. What he do, Trish? Tell him what they what what he, he doing. He got Monday. to Spain. He no no Monday. But he was there. Okay, Sunday night he got there eight o'clock their time. Okay, mm-hmm. eight o'clock eight o'clock p.m. Mm-hmm. By Monday morning he had used all of his day. By Monday oh, morning my time. I'm he sorry, used- I thought it was a full day. No, he says he says I'm an overachiever. In the little profile they gave you about the family they're staying with, it said yeah. Wi-Fi, right? So he asked me for the direct TV password. So I guess he's gonna watch some movies at night. He all the movies that Direct um, TV has offered. Yeah, he binged, so he binged. He, he binged used five gigabytes of data in hours. Mm, mm, in mm, hours. Mm. Okay. I get a thing. 20 bucks. Boom. I've already paid the hundred dollars. Then Two days later, I get a thing, 60 bucks. Boom. But I talked to him. I'm like, dude, what's up with the Wi-Fi? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll use that. Oh, I get yeah, some 60 bucks. I said, I was like, look, dude, I am either going to take the money out of your account or I'm going to turn your data off. Turns out you can't turn off the data. So get another get another thing, 20 bucks. So mm. now we're up to an additional $80. Call Verizon, get a great rep. Her name is Ginger. Shout out to Ginger. And Ginger says, you, oh. Why you I'm gonna, that? I'm, you mm. I sh- you had the travel pass. And I was like, I know. I told dude I wanted to just do the travel j- pass. When Jay was in Costa Rica, that's what he did. And I said, 
I said that to him. I said, it's $100, $10 a day. Even if it was 11 days, it's, you know what I mean? It's $110 mm-hmm. versus me, me now paying $100 for the plan. And I am up to, I got an email this morning. I got a text this morning. So I'm up to probably $100 in additional charges. So she could not change. She couldn't take the plan off. Cause I guess when you change a plan, it has to be on for 30 days. So she promised, she gave me $80 credit and promised to call me back um, next month after my billing cycle ends. And then she'll reverse it. She'll take off the travel plan, put on the, um, which yeah. is the same thing. I mean, yeah, she'll, she'll basically give me a refund for all the yeah. overages. Cause that's, that's, that's basically what I need. So she's giving me 80 already. This fool does not come back until next Tuesday. Yo, shout out to you for raising an overachiever, right? He doesn't do anything regular. He was like, hold my beer. Yeah. He's like, I got this, mom. Watch this. You said five gigs. That's the goal in one month. Nah, I, I can do that. I, I can beat. That. I got five gigs in one <laughs> I hour. I got five gigs right, right now. Yeah, I got five gigs like, in my I, pocket. That's he's light. Like work. undefeated. He's like the heavyweight streamer of the world. Yeah. yeah like that's so, light work. I got. So you. I talked to him the other day because he finally answered the phone. When I called him yesterday because uh, I saw you know I was getting charged more money, and I was asking about the wife. He said, "Bro, I'm in a cottage." <laughs> You like ain't no Wi-Fi out here. I was like, in the profile, it says this do they have Wi-Fi? He said, again, bro, I'm in a cottage. I'm like, but what are you watching? Like, what do you have to watch? I'm like, no, I'll just let it go. Yeah, go explore the countryside. He Why? did. He sent me pictures, beautiful pictures. Yeah, he sent me. It's beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. Castles and are big old buildings and treats at uh at uh McDonald's. And he oh, he I packed his bag and I know. He's 16. He should be packing his own bag. But I just wanted to have all of his things. And I showed him where everything was, right? So he's a, he calls me yesterday, Ma, you need to put my black pants in my bag. And I was like, his black jog pants, you know, Nike pants. I said, I, I did. I did. You you asked me. Like, I found them. We found, and I put them in. I didn't. I went in his room. They were in his chair. And he was like, no, I don't have anything to wear with my white shirt. I was like, it's white. Yeah. Literally Anything. every color yeah. in the world goes with white because white. white has no color. You could purple, blue, pink, orange, rainbow. Yo. I was like, yeah, he wanted his black pants. He wanted his white he shirt his and his pants. black pants. And he said, What about black shoes? I'm like, boy, black goes with everything too. They were going flamenco dancing. Oh, he wanted to be cute. They were okay. going flamenco dancing, yes. And um apparently he got muddy flamenco dancing because he texted me last night. It's like, what gets mud out? He said, is it the detergent? I thought flamingo dancing was just like the hard. Yeah, I don't dancing. know how. I don't how know how mud come into play? I have no idea. I don't have no, I have no idea. Yo, I, I didn't ask. We need to hear the story behind it. <laughs> I, I didn't ask. But he he um <laughs> he said, does detergent get out mud or softener? <gasps> I said, Tell me your kids are spoiled without telling me your kids are spoiled. No, he washes his own clothes. Everybody washes their own clothes. So I said, spray and wash. Shout out to Spray and Wash. Yeah. He said they don't have any. I said, then put some detergent on it and let it soak overnight and then wash it. He's like, okay, thanks. A baby powder, too. Shout out to no baby, baby powder? powder. Yeah. So you get, get like grease, out? anything on your shirt, anything like mud, anything deep with some baby powder on it. Baby powder soaks it up, pulls it out. Good to go. Ariel baby just powder. texted me, can you accept the request so I can get the dance thing, please? No, I'll see her. And <laughs> Two hours. I'm not accepting anything. Today's last, you know, as I said, today's last day of school. Clearly, she's, well, they have no work to do. I guess just, they're just checking a box. Like, because yeah. they have to be there so many days. 
Mine's fun. Meanwhile, Jackson got out last week. And he's in. And he's chilling. España. Goodness. Chilling in España. Living La Vida Loca. Living La Vida. That's the whole point. Yeah. Right? That's what you got to do when you're younger. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You Smash know what? But you have to seize the out. You Carpe diem. Because several years ago, my parents went on a went on a trip to Spain. Like they went on a trip. It was Spain. It was all these places. And the last minute, she asked me if I wanted. To, well, she asked if I wanted to go, and I was like, I was so busy, I'm busy working, and I didn't go. And when my dad came back, he was he was diagnosed with multiple myeloma, and then he passed away in, in 2018. And I I wish I would have I wish I would have gone. I mean, like at the yeah. end of the day, my 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 father in law, who was a bishop in, in the United Methodist Church, said. He never sat with anybody on a deathbed who said they wish they worked more. I've heard that by nurses talking about confessions to hear from people on deathbed. It's always wish they'd spent more time with uh, the people around them. Yeah. So it's about time. Or there's always some confession about murder and killing. Yo, seriously, some of these, like, there's a whole website where they talk about these deathbed there's confessions. There's a website? Yeah, these old folks' homes. Yo, killers. It's hella killers walking around these old folks' home, confessing all kinds of things on this. Really? Yeah, oh my man. gosh! I mean, think I wonder, about, think about all this, the unsolved murders it. in the world. Like these people are still alive. Like they die eventually, and so they confess oh to these nurses on their deathbed. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, there. Uh, there's got to. Somebody needs to start TikTok. Maybe, maybe you. Yeah. Shane needs to start TikTok yeah, because but, yeah, I've, I've I've watched some crazy TikToks. I'm like, hey, where's part five? <laughs> We're part six. Exactly. Just um, the story, yeah. So anyway, so again, not calling Verizon out. Just, just that just dude. I wish I remembered who, his name, but the, he didn't. He didn't understand his job. He didn't understand. Yeah. Or unless he would, unless he was doing what Verizon told him to do, like, Ooh. hey, push this because if they go over the data, then it's another. We can 20 still make bucks. more money. I yeah, think but, that one's probably more plausible than the other one. What? Well, but Ginger, thank you, Ginger. And I, I said, Ginger, how are you? How, who's going to call me back? She's like, I am. Ginger was like, I got this. Yeah. I got you. Ginger's yeah. probably some sweet old lady who writes everything down and she that, calls everyone back. She has like the perfect she sounds customer, like me. She has like perfect <laughs> customer service rating on her. Like she's like yeah. their all-star. I wish it would have asked me to rate her. It did not ask me, but yeah, Ginger. It doesn't have to ask when Ginger, because they know Ginger's getting a five. So every oh, time Ginger gets okay. off a call, she gets an automatic five. Then well, Verizon Ginger deserves a raise. Well, I'll give her some of the money that <laughs> you got from me. Um, oh, and the crazy thing is that I'm on auto. I'm on auto um, pay. Mm, 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 so <laughs> auto pay always gets you now. Yeah. I'm like, I need to go in and take that off because they're gonna be like, uh, you owe us two million dollars. Um, but that's it. That's um, and I got a thing yesterday from my bank saying, Did you use an Uber? And I was like, No, like the Uber users are not even in town. And then uh, I, I that's how I got him. And I Uber was like, international. I said did you? Because I, I didn't want to say it was fraud because the boy has yeah. the debit card. So I just said, Jackson, did you use an Uber? He said, oh, yeah. I said, why? Yeah. He said, because we couldn't get a We couldn't find any cabs. I said, well, okay. Well, didn't the host family have a car? I didn't ask for the details. Maybe they get to go off into the town. Mm. I mean, I'm, you know, yeah, I mean, they're these are teenagers. You know yeah. what I mean? Town That's is... It's also Whatever. not good, you know. Yeah, I, you know, Spain and black teenagers ain't the exact. Well, oh, don't, please don't say that. Hey, bro. Like I watch, like I follow a lot of travel, oh, uh, black travel gosh. stuff on IG, and one one international traveler, she said the the worst place she's ever been as a black woman was in Spain. 
please could you not tell me that? Can you let my child get home free? Tell me. I this. told you not to send the Negro over here. Well, <laughs> he's having. He is covered in the blood of Jesus. Okay. okay. All he right. Is and he. Okay. Okay. He is. Okay. He is. He is. Okay. He is. All right. I think that they'll be so much more amazed at how his height than his color. Yeah. No. That's that's I. That's false. Everywhere well, we maybe. go, everywhere we go, people are amazed at our melanin. They just stare. Oh. Well, he's coastal area. There got to be some brown people there. I mean, isn't Spain? Doesn't Spain border um, the water? No. And then Italy. No, but the the Spain? The, 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 the Strait of Gibraltar is that Italy? We're gonna look this up. We're gonna see Like where the more well, that's Italy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's yeah, so sorry. Spain does it's have Italy. a little connector point to uh, okay. Morocco. Yes. If we're at the base of Spain, where's he right. in Spain? He's in, in Malaga. He's in Malaga. Where's Malaga? <laughs> we're getting a geography lesson. Yeah, looking geography lesson. Right, I got to look up Malaga, Spain. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm, yeah, he'll be back. He'll be fine. He'll be back. He'll be fine. Shane said it. He'll have stories. He'll have stories, and he's going to be like, Mom. There was one no, black. Was my fun. mom says, "Were there any other black kids?" I'm like, "There was a black girl." So, uh, he's right on the coast. Yo, he's, yeah, it's uh, beautiful. I'll send you the picture that he sent me. It's absolutely beautiful. I just not imagine. that far from Morocco. Yeah. yeah, but you know that doesn't mean anything because they chop off noses off of you know pyramids to make them seem non. But the well, but who did that? That was that was Napoleon. You think Napoleon's still doing it? You think he Napoleon found all of these tombs? I'm Napoleon didn't find all these tombs. Uh, no, he didn't. I'm, not talking like, about the pyra- I'm talking about the pyramids. Okay, what about everything else that oh. got their nose chopped off too? Um, everything that we're just discovering this century, all of a yeah. sudden they don't have noses either. Nothing has a nose. So <sighs> this whole beautiful part of Africa with amazing detailed paintings and sculptures, but somehow all the noses are gone. But, mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Okay. It's ponderous. So. All right. So, what do we what do we have coming up in the next several weeks? Man, I uh, hope we have a summer vacation for our children coming up. And I was thinking about that. Like, damn. Like, they really happy right now because they on summer vacation. But it's just another day of work for me. I know. But what? So what do we? So so I mean. Yeah. For the uh, show, like, what are we? What are we going to talk about in the next? What are we talking about? Uh, we talked about the great resignation. We need to do the. Uh, we're going to do the list of the best ranked companies on Glassdoor. Didn't we do that? No, we did the worst ranked. Oh yeah, we sure did. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we uh, yeah we got to do the best. We didn't do the best. We did the we best. Did. We were going to do the best for, but we didn't yeah. do the best ranked. Yeah. Ranked companies. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. yeah. So right, we'll yeah, do we the did. best ranked companies. On and Glassdoor. we're and we're like I got this the great res- like the the great resignation idea from. Sterling. So yeah, we're here. Like email us at info at two live recruiters.com. Let us know what you want it. We want to hear. Like when we post it, I'll ask too, like, what are you hearing? What do you want to talk about? Um, yeah, and how can how can everybody reach us other than info at two live recruiter? Facts, you can DM us, slide in our DMs on Twitter, slide in our DMs on IG, uh Facebook, you can send us a little Facebook message. Mm-hmm. Uh you can make comments under our uh Spotify and Anchor, and, and so now we're and so now you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts. 
You can yes. see us. You can watch us. Shout out to my mom. Thanks, mom. She listens to us, and then she watched us too. I'm like, that seems like a bit much, but but thanks. You and know. we didn't and we didn't swear that much today. Look, mom, no swearing. Look, mom, so. look what we can do. <laughs> look what we can do. We can actually talk, but <laughs> look what we can do. Um, yeah, that was one of the best characters on Saturday Night Live. I think no, that was Mad TV or Saturday Night Live. What's that? The little baby, the dude who dressed up like a little baby, he'd always be like, "Look what I can do," and he'd like jump. Oh, you remember? Oh, hilarious. I remember vaguely, but who played him? I don't know. Just uh, some white. Uh, I'll send it to you. What? No. Was he clumsy? Yeah. He was like the big giant kid. He was like. Uh, but was he in a, supposed to be an adult who act like a baby? Yeah. He was in. A, he was played Stuart. Uh, he was like, oh, look what I can do on uh, Saturday Night Live. But was he dressed but, in a suit? Because there was, there was a character who was, who was a man baby. Yeah, and, that's Stuart, the man baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Who played him? Um, uh, that was, uh, oh, gosh. Who was that? Not Jason Stakus. Alexa, stop. <laughs> Alexa was like, I got you. I got you. Hold on. Uh, um, who was it? Who was it? All right, that's I'm gonna... trying to look it up on. Uh... Uh, he was portrayed by Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. I have no idea who that is. And I've been watching SNL since 79. Michael McDonald has done. A I know few we're going. Shows. We're going off the beaten yeah, path. We are. We are yeah. Off the beaten okay. We're down the hole. Yeah. We're like doing searches. So Jay texted me. Um, at the top of the show and said, mom. And then did, I said, what's up? And he never responded. Mm, mm. I got a picture from him last night. He was smiling. So. Was it Photoshop? It was no, good. it was okay. I know you, when you see his teeth, you're thinking, I never see his teeth. So this can't be him. So it's, it's his doppelganger. Yeah, he so. drank tea. <laughs> be quiet. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. Talk to you soon. Catch you on what? Our podcast on what? Next week? Yeah. On YouTube? Next week, yeah. On Anchor? Thank you. I'm having a brain freeze. Amazon. I I have brain freezes too. Yeah, I know. All right. Too many edibles. All right. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye.